Welcome to the Amen Always radio broadcast with Derek and Frida Stevens. Tune in to hear the prophetic word as it goes forth. This month we're speaking from the topic, Glass of Water. And as we discussed last week, the purpose of this message is to really go to the heart of each person and deal with those things that have happened in life, maybe in the past, maybe currently you're going through a season of a persecution or being misunderstood. Maybe you're going through a time where you have been lied on, mistreated, misunderstood, forgotten, where you have suffered things at the hands of those that should have loved you, protected you, and you're wondering why God would allow these things to take place. Well, there is a purpose for everything that happens in life. A lot of times you can't reach your end game, your end goal, your destination, the place of happiness in your current present life the relationship that you should have with the Father and even with others because you're busy carrying, as our title of our message goes, a glass of water. Whatever that glass of water is for you, whatever that cup of suffering, of pain, of being misunderstood, whatever those situations are that have happened in your life, when you walk around carrying those too long, they can hinder you. This series is designed, and I believe it's been crafted by the Holy Spirit, to help us to understand that by letting go of those things of the past, even current situations that have taken place, you're able to walk in the fullness of the promised blessings of God. So we're using Joseph and his brothers as the focus of our passage. So let's go right into the scripture and right into the word. Let's pick up where we left off and talk about how Joseph had to let go of his glass of water in order to walk in the fullness of his destiny. You have to make a conscious decision to let it go. Many times we're praying for deliverance. We're asking God for healing. And what the Holy Spirit is saying, I will heal you. I'm just waiting for you to put the glass down. Put the glass down. You decide how long the hurt lasts. It's totally up to you. You cannot change what happened. You cannot make people accept, approve, or like you. Joseph, there was nothing Joseph could ever do to make his brothers like him. They were embroiled in jealousy, in envy, and in strife. You cannot make people feel sorry or remorse for their actions, no matter how wrong their actions are. But you can choose not to carry the glass of water around any longer. You have to make a decision. Are you going to allow childhood hurts, unhealthy relationships in your present life, in your current life as an adult? Are you going to allow pettiness or other issues that have come to hurt you emotionally, physically, spiritually? Are you going to allow those things to steal, kill, and destroy the plan of God for your life? You have to make a conscious decision to put the glass down. It hurts no more or less now what happened to me at 18, at 12, at 9, today, than it did then. But I had to make the conscious decision to put the glass down. 
You know, so many times people are carrying pettiness. Another tall tale sign that a person has gone through traumatic issues and situations, and I can recognize it as a person who has had experiences in my past, in my youth, um, as a young adult, I can recognize it easily. If you see a person in the church and they can't let go of something extremely petty, a petty, petty, petty argument, and it becomes the most biggest thing in the world. I mean, you get into a, a, a argument, a petty argument over something so small, you don't even remember what it is anymore. And they take that and they could never let it go. It lingers for months. When I say months, I mean almost eight, nine months. Months is clear sign that something major has happened in their life and they can't let it go. Make a conscious decision to put the glass down because you're only hurting yourself. Joseph had to make the decision to forgive his brothers. He had to put the glass down. Now, what was Joseph's glass? He never did anything to deserve what his brothers did. They rejected him. They tried to kill him at first. They sold him into slavery. As a result of their actions, not anything that Joseph did wrong, as a result of his brother's actions, the actions of the people that were supposed to affirm him, love him, protect him, keep him safe, he suffered of no fault of his own. But Joseph's glass of water, is he had to deal with the emotional pain, which was greater than the physical pain, plus the results of their actions. As a result of their actions, ultimately he ended up in a place he didn't need to be, which led to him being falsely accused, which led to him being thrown in jail, which is a place, again, he did not belong. But the plan of God prevailed. And in order for Joseph to be the person that God had called him to be, he had to put that glass of water down. Because let's look in scripture as to what happened. Joseph ended up in Potiphar's house. Let's look at the scripture and see what took place next. Let's look at what happens next. Joseph ended up in Potiphar's house. And while he was serving in Potiphar's house, Potiphar's wife approached Joseph and asked Joseph in verse seven, she says, now Joseph was well, it says, now Joseph was well built and handsome. And after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, come to bed with me. But in verse eight, it says, but he refused with me in charge. He told her, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns, he has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And though, he, and though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even be with her. Now here we see in scripture where once again, Joseph was not doing anything wrong. In fact, he was taking a stand to do what is right. He had no ill intent. He could have taken advantage of the situation if he wanted to. 
but his desire was to do what is right. This is what we call persecution for righteousness sake. How often is it that we are persecuted for righteousness sake? Taking a stand and doing what is right and still falling in to persecution. Because as we read further down in Genesis chapter 39, this is Genesis 39 that we're reading from. And we read further down, we see that Potiphar's wife set Joseph up to make it appear like he was trying to attack her, but he was not. So Joseph was falsely accused persecution for righteousness sake. This adds to Joseph's glass of water. Now, Joseph already was carrying a glass of water from his brothers. Remember, he was sold into slavery by his flesh and blood. That's one glass of water that he's carrying. Now he's got a second glass of water that he's walking around carrying because he's being falsely accused. He's being set up by Potiphar's wife. And this lands Joseph in jail, in prison. This says in Genesis 39 verses 19, when his master heard the story, his wife told him, saying, this is how your slave treated me. He burned with anger. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was there in prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. Notice here that the Lord was with him, but the Lord didn't take him out of that prison immediately. So many times we wonder, well, why is God allowing me to go through this season of persecution when I've one, done no wrong to even be in this situation? And then two, I'm standing on what's right. Instead of Joseph taking advantage of the situation and going to bed with Potiphar's wife, he chose to do what was right. So he was thus persecuted for righteousness sake. But Joseph had to make the decision to put the glass of water down. Because if Joseph had carried that glass of water, too long, it would have only hurt him in the end. So the scripture goes on to tell us that Joseph was placed in jail. And as we read further down in scripture in Genesis 39, we see how the cupbearer and the baker came and they had dreams and Joseph uh, interpreted those dreams. And years go by and then Pharaoh has a dream. Now look at the plan of God. Joseph is in a situation that he should have by right never been in. He was put in that situation from the jealousy, the envy, and the strife of his own brothers. So for one one moment, just take a second and look at some of the experiences that you've had in your life. Remember I said, say out loud, it was not my fault. I did not deserve this situation. Joseph did not deserve the situation. It was done to him out of jealousy, envy, and strife by his own brothers. People that should have embraced and loved him were jealous and envious of him. He should not have been in prison. He was falsely accused, persecuted for righteousness sake. I've gone through circumstances myself in my life where I have been accused of things that have never crossed my mind to do. I've had people in the church, in the workplace, I've had social situations 
where people accused me of things that never crossed my mind to do. In fact, I've done the complete opposite. It is a very painful thing to be accused of something that you would never do in a million years, much less have never thought about doing. In this case, Joseph took a stand for what was right. But ultimately, in the end, Joseph had to make the decision to put that glass of water down. Now Joseph is carrying two glasses of water. He was sold into slavery. That's the first glass of water. The second glass of water is that he was falsely accused and thrown into prison. And so as the scripture goes on, we understand that eventually Joseph interpreted the dream, Pharaoh's dream. And then he moved into Pharaoh's kingdom, Pharaoh's house. And he began to be in charge of Egypt. And here's where the prophetic dream that Joseph had at 17 comes into play. Because we know as the scripture goes on, Joseph eventually was responsible for uh, the food and putting food aside so that the famine, when the famine came, the people would survive. But let's take a look at what happened when his brothers arrived in Egypt. It is a conscious decision you have to make to put that glass of water down. Years have gone by. Joseph doesn't even know if his father is still alive. Joseph hasn't seen his younger brother. He's gone years lonely without his family. He knows that he never did anything to deserve to be sold into slavery. He knows he's never done anything to try to harm Potiphar's wife. He didn't deserve to be thrown into prison. And while he was there, though the Lord was with him, the Lord didn't deliver him out of prison immediately. It took a few years before he ended up in charge of Egypt. But look at what happens. The plan of God still prevailed. See, everybody has to have Joseph brothers at some point in your life. Everybody has a moment in your life where you're persecuted for righteousness sake. Where you suffer for things that you did not do. That you would never do. That never will cross your mind to do misunderstood, persecuted, lied on, attacked without cause by the people that love you, that you love, that should love you, that should embrace you, that should protect you. I've had situations in my life that were very traumatic and the people that were in authority that should have protected me failed. They failed to do their job. I've had scenarios in my life where people have sat back and watched things happen to me that they knew were wrong. There was no question as to whether or not it was right or wrong. There was no question that I didn't deserve it. But they sat back and they walked in silence. They sat back in some cases and they laughed in my face. Acknowledging what happened is one thing. Refusing to put the glass of water down is another. Everybody's got hurts. 
Everybody's got pain. Everybody has had a glass of water. How long you choose to carry it is up to you. If we read further down for the sake of time, if we read further down as Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of Egypt and his responsibility was to store away food to protect in time of famine. We see that eventually his brothers appeared to him and Joseph revealed himself to them. Over in Genesis 45, chapter 45, it says, Genesis chapter 45, verse 45, then Joseph could no longer control himself before all his attendants and he cried out, have everyone leave my presence. So there was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. See, at this time, Joseph's brothers had come to him because they were trying to get food. And Egypt was the only place that they could go to to get food during the famine. And Joseph immediately recognized them. These are years later, years later. Joseph immediately recognized them. So he had them separated and brought back in the back to see him. And he couldn't contain himself because he was so overcome with emotion for seeing his brothers after many years that he said, everyone leave my presence. So there was no one else left but them. And then in Genesis chapter 45, verse two, it says, and he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him and Pharaoh's household heard about it. In verse three, it says, Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? Imagine the hurt and the pain of Joseph after all these years, not even knowing if his father is still alive, knowing that he was sold into slavery by his very own older brothers who were supposed to protect him. I remember as a kid, you know, a little kid in a neighborhood, it was my same age, wanted to fight and I can't remember why. And I remember my older sister coming and stepping in. Older siblings are supposed to protect younger siblings. So imagine the hurt and the pain. Imagine what Joseph was carrying in his cup. And Joseph said, is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified at his presence. See, they knew what they did was wrong. Many times your enemy and your enemies that come against you, they know they're wrong. They just don't have the character to admit that they're wrong. There are people that have done things to you that had they had the character, they would come to you and weep before you, but they don't have the character. Sometimes people do things to you and they have no clue what's, what happens next. They have no idea what they're really doing. It says in uh, Genesis 45, verse four, then Joseph said to his brothers, come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I am your brother, Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now, there has been famine in the land. And for the next five years, there will be plowing and weeping. There will be no plowing and weeping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. 
Joseph put his glasses down. See, you have got to get to the point where you realize that your brother's actions, though they may be wrong, though they're built out of jealousy, envy, and strife, though that you're falsely accused of things that you never would even contemplate doing, Though you're falsely thrown into prison and you suffer things that you never should have suffered in your lifetime. It's called persecution for righteousness sake. Although you have experienced things and you legally have the right to carry your glass of water. You have to make the conscious decision to put your glass down. Because if you don't, you'll only hurt yourself. And you'll hurt the people that God has predestined you to, that he has called you to deliver. Because here, Joseph understood purpose. Now, I would imagine Joseph didn't get it at first. Like many of us, we don't get it at first. We go through the normal emotions that a person goes through when they've been betrayed, rejected, hurt, abused. Many of us don't get it at first. Joseph went through the normal emotions that anyone would go through when they've been betrayed, hurt, abused, lied on, maligned, persecuted for righteousness sake, falsely accused. When the people that they love that should protect them laughed, looked the other way, knew that somebody was hurt, they were hurting them and didn't care. These are normal emotions that you've got in your glass and you're carrying it around. You've got to make a conscious decision to put your glass down. And here in Genesis chapter 45, verses 4 through 7, Joseph made the decision to put his glass down. Put down your glass of water. If you don't believe me, try it. Fill up a glass, an eight-ounce glass of water, and carry it around. The way that your body feels physically from carrying a glass of water for just 30 minutes, the burden on your own body that you will cause, not the water and not the glass, it's carrying it for too long. You gotta let it go because there's a bigger purpose. God has a bigger purpose and a bigger plan. They had to persecute you. They had to lie on you. You had to be misunderstood. It's called persecution for righteousness sake. If Joseph did not put his glass down, then he never would have been able to see his father again. And if we read on the scripture, we see that Joseph's father, Jacob, lived another 17 years in Egypt. And remember, Joseph was 17 years old when his brothers first sold him into slavery. So if Joseph had not made the conscious decision to put his glass down, his glass of water down, to not hold on to the bitterness, the pain, the hurt, the rejection, the misunderstanding, the false accusations, the persecution for righteousness sake. If he did not make that decision to put his glasses down, his two glasses of water that he had been carrying for years, if he did not make that decision, he would have lost the last 17 years with his father. Some of you can't be vindicated by God because you're holding on 
to your glass of water. See, remember, God will always vindicate. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. So God will always vindicate you against your enemy. You never have to worry about how your enemy is going to get away with something or not get away with something because God will always vindicate you. And you can't be vindicated if you're still carrying your glass of water. Make no mistake about it. You have survived what other people would have never made it through. The things that you have experienced in life, just from childhood to the age that you are today, your neighbor would never would have been able to make it through it. It is nothing but a miracle that you are alive. Some of you under the sound of my voice are alive by sheer miracle. There are people that have been through things that they were not expected to survive. Joseph's brothers did not expect him to live. They did not expect him to make it through slavery. So certainly as we go on through this series and we read further in Genesis and we learn the end game, the end story, the outcome of what happened in Joseph's life, you will see how his brothers were survived, that he made it. Many of you under the sound of my voice, people that have hurt you were surprised and shocked that you made it this far. You have the ability to overcome things that other, that other people would have died if they went through. But God caused you to survive. Therefore, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your God to put that glass of water down. Don't spend another minute walking around carrying that glass of water. Don't allow that bitterness, resentment, hurt, pain, unforgiveness. Don't carry that around any longer. Set yourself free. Put that cup of suffering down so that you can walk in the fullness of what God has for you. Take the life of Joseph as an example. Joseph ultimately made it to his end game. He ultimately what became the ruler of Egypt. He was responsible for everything that happened in Egypt. He was responsible for saving thousands of people's lives so that they could live. And ultimately, those same brothers who once tried to kill him, had to come to him in order to survive. See, many of you don't understand that if you don't survive through this situation, and you don't let it go, then you'll never get to the place where those same individuals that tried to kill you, that tried to take your life, they'll never come back and be able to bow before you. You'll never be able to walk in the things that God has for your life if you're holding on to the pain of your past. Joseph had to forgive those that hurt him. He had to forgive those who persecuted him. He had to forgive those who lied on him. We have to forgive. Thank you for tuning in to Amen Always Radio Broadcast with Derek and Frida Stevens. We pray that the Word of God has been a blessing to your life. To sign up for School of the Prophets, visit us at amenalways.org. 
Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or to download any of our broadcasts, find us on SoundCloud. Amen always on SoundCloud. Blessings.